In this edition of the Prep Rally podcast, we will talk about the final week of the regular football season for high school football teams as teams start to jockey for position in the upcoming playoffs. It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. This is the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Chip Souza with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and I'm joined today by the handsome, ruggedly handsome Ricky Fires to my left, and the not ruggedly handsome but in way better shape Leland Barclay down in the River Valley. Absolutely. That's it. You you hit it right there. There we go. I think your horse was trotting on the sidewalk. You got to get him back over there in the grass and the dirt. I know it. (laughs) So it is Wednesday, um, and it is November the 2nd. Yeah. But we are talking about weather coming in for Friday night football games, Rick. So we are having a lot of football games move. Now, it is 2.30 on Wednesday. Yes. So we are already hearing these games that we know of, Leland, have been moved. The Bentonville-Bentonville West game. Yes. The game that is the big game of the week in the 7A West. That game has been moved. The Rogers-Rogers Heritage game, it has been moved to Thursday. The Fayetteville at Springdale Harbor game has been moved to Thursday. Yes. 730. 730, yeah. And the Gentry-Lincoln game has been moved. Now, we are understanding that there probably will be additional games moved, and we will try to get you as up-to-date on that. If you will follow our Twitter accounts, at NWA Chip, at NWA Rick, at NWA Henry, and Barclay Almanac, right? Is that your Twitter? Yes. Uh, All on Twitter. We will post those changes as we get them. Um, Of course, the hope for us in the media is that we hear about these today on Wednesday and not Thursday, which would be the day of games. But Twitter is instant. You know, it's instant. So games that we hear, that we hear, we know they're going to be changed. We will put those out on Twitter. You know what, Leland Mitch, you know, uh, it's not like you got to stack up for food and everything. A a monsoon is coming in. That's probably not going to happen. Leland mentioned a while ago, some of this has to do with senior night activities. Yeah. And they're going to have people dress up, the parents, and you don't want your senior night activities in a a downpour. Right. So we're probably going to have some games on Thursday and some more games on Friday. So that's fine with me. Leland, do you remember back – uh, when I first got to Fort Smith in 1999, uh, this first time I'd ever seen this, Rick. But I, you know, I was came, came from Texas and Arkansas, new state, and they do things differently. Do you remember when this? I think it was it would be this week of the season, or maybe last week, where you would see a lot of games played on Thursday nights because of deer season starting yes. on that Saturday. Yeah. Absolutely. Most of those games were in southern Arkansas. Yeah. Now, there yeah. were a lot in our games. I remember going up one time and seeing Shiloh Christian play at West Fork because it was a Thursday night. Yeah. And, yes, it's because most of the time, or a lot of the schools in Arkansas at that time, they would let out of school on Friday because they knew half of the boys in the in the there school go. wasn't going to be there yeah, because of the start of deer season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and at one time, it was almost – Half of the games in the state were yeah. played on Thursday night of the final week. Yeah, that's how it was when I first got here in, into Arkansas. Absolutely, I was yep. like, why are all these games on Thursday? Well, it's deer season. Well, I'm not a deer hunter, Rick. So, <laughs> so what does that I'm mean? Not, you don't I'm, understand. In Arkansas, it's a, like a national holiday. Okay, now I get it. 
Yeah, I was down there at Ryzen or Ford or something, and I said, what's all these guys doing with the orange hats and orange vets? And, and they were chomping at the bit, but they had to watch the team first. Yeah. They had to watch the Fordyce Red Bugs, and then zoom, they were out in them deer woods. I'll tell you what, one of the best games Leland I ever went to, and I think you might have been at this game too, Charleston hosted Shallow Christian. I think this yes. was about 2000 maybe, maybe 01. Standing but room only. It was, and it was, but Gus Malzahn was still at Shallow, so it had to be 99 or 2000, I guess. Uh, 2000, he took over at uh, Springdale. After the season, though, right? So this could have been the 2000 yes. season. Anyway, no, we no, get... it was 2000 football season was his first. Okay, so this was the 99 football season. Yeah. Uh, Charles... No, wait, wait. You're right. You're right. Those were his last football seasons. Okay. Him and Peacock both. Well, Charleston was really good. Shallow was really, really good. It was a big game yeah. down in Charleston. And I will never forget this. This was in, you know, deer season. And so uh, all the deer hunters had come in from the deer woods, backed their trucks up. It's, now, this is before <laughs> alumni field, you know, renovation and turf and all that it was still the the small field at charleston but they backed up their trucks as close as they could get to the field had their had their chairs setting up on the truck had plywood boards on top of the beds of the truck set up there and they're dressed in their camo i mean their their deer rifles are hanging in (laughs) the trucks and everything and uh it was uh maybe one of the best one of the best high school football scenes i've ever seen in my life did that? The, did the guns and the trucks back there intimidate the referees a little bit? Maybe. I don't Maybe. think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I will say this: if you remember this guy Leland, who worked for us at the time at the Southwest Times Record, Justin Rice. Yes. Yep. We had a pick'em pole, and uh, that came out that day on Friday, and he he was from Northwest Arkansas, but had moved to Fort Smith. Well, he was the only one of the group who picked Shallow Christian to win the game. Okay, now. We knew Shiloh was probably going to win the game, but none of us were going to pick Shiloh. <laughs> but Justin picked him. So at halftime, Charleston was ahead like 15 to 13 or 15 to whatever. It's a close game. They were ahead. The PA announcer said, we would like to welcome the Southwest Times here tonight to the game. If you looked at the 40-yard line, that's Justin Rice with the Southwest Times oh. record. He's the one who picked us to lose tonight. Oh. Well, the other two or three of us who were standing next to Justin all backed, backed away from away. him. <laughs> and I think he might have got pelted with some popcorn and, right, and, and stuff, you know. So, anyway, it was all fun. But, anyway, that was and great. Several, and several boos, I'm and sure. A few, few boos, yeah. So, anyway, uh, so we know as of right now at, at close to 3 o'clock on Wednesday, we've had four games moved, and we think we'll have some more. Um, so, the, the, the big game, of course, Rick, the, the big game is the Bentonville West at Bentonville because it has so much implication on the yeah. seedings in the 7A West. Now, that's huge. And I'm not going to get into all the playoff scenarios. Uh, Henry, that's the Henry Apple. Yeah, right? and Henry's yeah. not here today. He's broken all that down, and that'll be in the Thursday edition of the Democrat Gazette. So he's broken all that down about what has to happen for this and that, and yada, yada, and if you eat, uh, if you wear white on Labor Day, you can't get the one <laughs> seed or whatever. Anyway, all that. So anyway, he'll break all that down. But – uh, now, Leland, we're going to know a day ahead of time before <laughs> we were we were going to know. So we'll know now by Friday what the playoff seedings are going to be uh, in the, in the 7A West for the most part. Well, and like you said, used to when a lot of games were played, we knew a lot of the scenarios on Thursday night. Right, right. And uh, of course, there, there's very few. In fact, I I think when I started, you know, looking at the schedule in August or even July. There were only, a, at that time, about 20 games that was going to be played on Thursday night. Yeah, 
yeah. Uh, so the 7A West is still up in the air uh, going into Thursday night's games and or a Friday night game because Southside and Springdale have not, as, as of right now, changed their game time. They're still scheduled to play on Friday. So that's the one 7A West game uh, that we, as of right now, don't know that it's going to be changed. It's still scheduled for Friday. Uh, and that game also has playoff implications on it as well, uh, particularly for Southside. Uh, so, uh, but in the other conferences, Ricky, uh, last week, uh, Greenwood and Leland, I'm going to start with you on this. You were at the game Friday night uh, at Greenwood with Pulaski Academy. And, uh, you know, Greenwood, they just, well, 55 in a row now at, at, at home that they've won. Yes. And that was only the second conference loss by Pulaski Academy since 2010. Wow. And to keep it nice and short and, you know, succinct, I can, I can sum up this game basically in one sentence. Greenwood recovered all four onside kicks. They stopped Pulaski Academy on seven out of nine fourth down attempts. That means – And, and yeah. Greenwood recovered four – are forced four turnovers. Wow. Well, that's a uh, special that's, that's the yeah, that's really that's the, the formula. only formula. Yeah, that's the formula for beating Pulaski Academy. But going out and doing it, you know, saying it, knowing it, and then doing it's another thing. Well, so I love all your of story. those things. I loved your story, Leland, where you you gave props to Josh Holloway and and the assistant coaches who had done such a good job of preparing those special teams for Greenwood to for the onside kicks and, and that kind of thing. Uh, you know. Uh, so Greenwood gets a 33-23 win against PA. That wraps up the 6A West for Greenwood, wraps up a first-round bye, which is big, Leland, because uh, they go into this final game this week against Little Rock Christian. Uh, I guess it's still going to be played on Thursday, Friday night, as far as I know, hasn't been changed. Uh, but they could rest Hunter Houston in this game, right? And then also give him – Another week off if they Yeah, they can give him to. another week off. Yeah. And, and going back to the onside kick and talking about the special teams, I thought Chris Young is the one that summed it up best. If you go back and look at his video uh, where we talked to him after game, he said, you guys have no idea what a special teams coordinator goes through the week before Pulaski wow. Academy. I can't even imagine. I cannot <laughs> yeah, imagine. So, but, yes, that wraps up home field advantage for Greenwood and a first-round bye throughout. Now, on the other side, of course, that means Pulaski Academy uh, will probably be a two seed. They still have to win Friday night to, to secure the two seed. But uh, what that also means is, of course, that they would go on the road on Thanksgiving Friday. Well, Little Rock Catholic has wrapped up the top seed in the other half. Right, right. Which means if we're looking ahead, which we always do because that's, you know, we love doing that. Yeah. That means, and everybody's saying this is, you know, round one between Greenwood and Pulaski Academy. That means probably Pulaski Academy at War Memorial Stadium against Catholic on wow. Thanksgiving That'll Friday. That'll be a good one. Greenwood at home against Benton wow. on Thanksgiving Friday, That'll the be... number two seed well, out of the Central. Well, don't discount Little Rock Christian because they certainly have a capable quarterback in white. Yeah, uh, The quarterback in white um, who got offered by Alabama yeah. last week. Uh, oh, absolutely. And, yeah. You know, Walker White's Walker White, good. Yeah. He's a, yep, he's a junior. You know, and also don't discount um, West Memphis Correct. or Marion out of the East either. Both right. very athletic teams. And, you know, West, West Memphis quarterback last week threw for 441 yards 
and they had a receiver that caught 315 yards of touch of passes and four touchdowns, and he's now number, I think, seven in the record book for receiving yards in a game. Wow. So don't just, you know, don't count out those other team, teams yet. But again, we do like to look ahead. We do. So Greenwood has locked down the 6A West yeah. in the number one seat. Over in Prairie Grove, Shallow Christian rolled in, Rick, and they got a big win over Prairie Grove, although Prairie Grove led at halftime. The second half was all Shallow Christian. They dominated the second half. Now, you talk about half. a special team that they yeah. played so, a big part in that yeah, game. Shallow gets a, a, uh, uh, recovers a, a, an onside kick. They recover a pooch kick. Uh, big plays, got a, a big kickoff return for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, in the second half, was all Shallow Christian. Uh, but Prairie Grove punched them in the mouth in the first half. Like, yeah. shocker there, right? They Soccer. always do. Yeah, always do. Uh, so anyway, that gives Shallow Christian the 5A West Conference Championship and the number one seed in the 5A West. So they got that one locked down. Also last Friday night, Elkins, which was coming off a big win against Ozark from the previous week. Yeah. You're thinking there might have been a little hangover going against Gentry, a very good team. Yes. Ricky, 56-14, Elkins. Elkins – I, I mentioned this today at our at our luncheon, uh, Hogs Illustrated Sports Club luncheon. Uh, Deshaun Chairs was our Player of the Week, yeah. and I said, you know, when the reshuffle happened and we we saw Shiloh going to the five A West and Prairie Grove going to the five A West, all of the four A one coaches sat around at a big round table and looked at each other and said, well, okay, now that those two guys are gone, who's you know who's going to step up and take over this conference? Elkins stand yeah. up and said, we are, we are, we are, and they know you talk about uh, Chairs and they got. Uh, Dizzy uh, Slade, Dizzy Dean at quarterback. They got a great receiving core with Aiden Williams, uh, Betancourt, right. and they L- just little uh, little Dean's brother, brother little, little uh, Dean, Stone yep. Dean, Stone. Yep, yep. So they got an excellent team. They and, do. And, and uh, Zach Watson, I guess this is his second year. Yep. Uh, I talked to him the other day, and I guess their junior high <laughs> freshman team. They're all winning now, so they got it rolling over there. I love it, Rick, because Elkins has stepped up, and you know Charleston's going to be. I mean, I'm sorry, Ozark's going to be Ozark. Yeah. You know, they're, they are who they are, and they're they're a power running team. And when they fall behind, they're going to they're going to struggle. You know, to to make up you know a, a two touchdown difference. Yeah. But Ozark is. They are who they are, yeah. and usually that's more than enough. Absolutely. Uh, but props to Elkins. Uh, you know this now. You, it's fun, going to be fun to watch this lead and have to see how the four A one starts to kind of build itself back up again with Lincoln and they will with Elk. Yeah, with Lincoln and Elkins and, and Ozark and Gentry. And, and, and Gentry. Yeah, and how these programs are like grab a, it, grab it. Uh, it's it's now our time. It's our time to take over the conference and, and that kind of thing. And and uh, that's been fun. That's been fun to watch. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, fun to watch. And of course, the week before that, uh, Charleston went down to Boonville. They wrapped up that conference championship in the three A one. Take took care of that. So Charleston's number one seed in the three A one. Looking over uh, Leland at the four A one, Lamar uh, has a big game uh, on still scheduled for Friday against Central Arkansas Christian. This won't be an easy game, Leland. It will not be an easy game for Lamar at all. But they uh, do no, have the possibility of number two seed. Now, CAC put up 63 a couple yeah. of weeks ago, and they've got a sophomore quarterback who is supposed to be very, very good as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they're going to have one of those high, you know, explosive offenses, yep. uh, you know, just like Clinton does. So it's it will be a tough game um, and a big game for Lamar because that one, too, 
is for a high playoff yes. berth yes. or a high playoff seed and home field at least in the first round. Right, and that's to be tough. To, I mean, Lamar's a tough place to play. It's a very small, older, very tight stadium. Yeah, um, and so it is still grass. Still grass. Which, yeah. yeah, love will, it. Yeah. Which could play into it tomorrow night. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what we got going on with football. This is a big week, of course, regular season finales for everybody. Uh, and, again, as these games change, we will let you know uh, on our Twitter accounts. Um, so be sure and follow that, um, and we will try to bring you that as we hear these. Now, also this week uh, down in Hot Springs, I assume that this is still going to go on without a hitch because I don't see any reason why it wouldn't. Uh, our Henry Apple will be down at Hot Springs at Oakland Park for the – cross-country, state cross-country mm-hmm. meet. That will start on Thursday, um, and he will have, he'll have coverage of that. Uh, the 6A schools are running on Thursday, Ricky, the 6A girls, 6A boys, uh, Bentonville, big favorites. They're the favorites. There, yeah. uh, so we have that. And then the smaller classifications will wrap that kind of up on Friday, so Henry will be down there taking care of that. Also, last weekend down in Hot Springs, Ricky, Fayetteville girls, no surprise, a sweep of Fort Smith Southside, in the 6A state championship match, Ricky, if there's ever been a better team in volleyball in the state than this Fayetteville team, I don't think there has I'd, been. I'd have to check with my man, uh, Paul Boyd, but my goodness, just dominate. Yeah. You know, I, I guess a lot of them games were 3-0, 3-0, 3-0. Yeah, yeah they, but uh, they were nationally ranked. I, I don't know exactly what they were ranked, but uh, uh, Coach Phelan and Paul tell you this is one of the best teams that, in, in the history of Arkansas high school Without sports. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, so we had several schools from Northwest Arkansas claim championships, several that uh, played in championship matches. Uh, Leland Mansfield <coughs> girls in, I can't remember now, 2A? Or 2A, 2A. And they beat Lavaca. Mansfield, that's their seventh volleyball state championship and third straight under Coach Kaylee Piles. Wow. So they have got it going on down there big time. Um, so congratulations to all the volleyball teams. Uh, you know, it's a great season, long season, and uh, volleyball, terrific sport. And so now, Ricky, we move on into basketball. So Leland was up here yesterday. Ricky, you were over there. We had our media day, Northwest Arkansas Media Day. And uh, at Springdale on Thursday, we have the River Valley Media Day. We'll yeah. be down at the FCA facility down in, in uh, Fort Smith. Uh, Ricky, I counted 23 teams that rolled through yesterday. Um, and, you know, it's fun seeing all those kids come up, you know, and getting their picture taken and all that kind of stuff and, and uh, just having a good time with those You guys. know what? You's real busy. Leland's real busy. But aren't you going to give me credit for t- making everybody stand in line yes. for, for where they wouldn't Ricky get out of order? I thought I was going to have to get you a jacket that has said security on the back yeah, of it. Yeah, that's why. It was just like at the airport. If we board a plane, I said, no, nobody cuts in front of the line. we got to ID you. And we don't want you where your picture comes out and your boyfriend says, no, that's not my girlfriend. So stand, <laughs> stay in line. Yes. Everybody would get a turn. So we did that, shot a lot Great of photos, job, did Ricky. some interviews. Well, I tell you I what, know. though, Ricky, all kidding aside, what I do like about you being there is you get a chance to talk to all the coaches. Yeah. Every coach needs to know Ricky Fires. Okay. Um, Every coach needs to know Ricky Fires. Yeah. If I'm on Dixon Street and I need a ride home. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Who is that guy laying to the guy? Yeah. Oh, that's Rick Fires. There you yeah, go. There Help, he him is. Up. Help, Help him up. Help him up. Get him home. Help him up. Uh, so that was great. Leland, you were up there. That was great. Uh, had a chance to do. Now, Leland, I did a sit-down interview with Caden Miller. I couldn't do it standing up because my arm's not that long. And Spencer Tyree well, didn't barely, bring a ladder. You had trouble taking his photo. I did. 
Spencer didn't bring a, a ladder for me to stand on to get to get Caden's uh, to get Caden's picture. So, uh, How big anyway, old boy is he? About seven foot tall. Oh. So I got a nice picture of his chest. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to do two pictures. One one of his and chest. Put them together. Put them together. Yeah. Put them together. So Caden uh, Miller, Bentonville, and Jalen Lee, and and those kids were up there, and and uh, got a chance to visit with them a little bit, and uh, just a great time. Uh, Leland loved hanging out with the kids from from uh, St. Paul. And uh, a green forest. One of the little Bergman. green, yeah, Bergman. Yeah. One of the and little green forest girls came in. She was, she's a bull, a, a barrel racer. Yes. Ricky. Her buckle was as I big as she that. was. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, yeah, her belt buckle. So, uh, so anyway, that's what's fun. Media days are fun like that. You get a chance to, you know, it's it's a not not after a game where everything's tense and that yeah. kind of stuff, and and uh, that's fun. And then Leland and Harold McIlvain, my River Valley dynamic duo will handle the media day down uh, tomorrow in Fort Smith, and uh, we'll have some other good players coming in down there as well. Hey, let me uh, – uh, we're toward the end of our segment. Let me add just something I thought about on the way over here. I've written about this. You said about a long season and everything. I want to commend – you know, we're talking rightly for the playoffs and scenarios and winning teams. I want to commend the kids who yeah. stuck it out all year yes. on a 1-9 and team, 0-10, uh, 2-7. These kids, especially senior, yeah. I mean, savor that last game. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> Been there. The kid, you know, because it's easy when you're losing, you're walking down the hallway and say, oh, you guys are losers. Why, why don't what? For them to go through spring, then seven on seven, and then uh, uh, in the fall and still on the team even though they're still losing, I got to give those kids a lot of prop, a lot of credit for those kids making it through the year, even though you won't be going to the playoffs. Exactly. Um, and before we wrap this up real quick, and I see my guy, my Spencer, my, he's giving me the slash sign over there. Leland, this was on Facebook. I saw this, uh, and I had to repost this. Um, if you've never played high school football, and I'm not discounting the other sports, that they're, but they're all important, but high school football is, is, is a completely different animal than other sports because, Ricky, when a senior plays his final high school football game, he's never you, probably going to play football That's ever it. again. He's never going to put a helmet on again, never going to put on shoulder pads. You can play pickup basketball till you're 60, 70 years old. Yep. You, can, you can play tennis. You can play – you can run. You can, you can play a lot of this stuff. But, high, you know, when you play your high school football for 95% of the players anyway, that's it. That's it. It's I, done. I remember last time I took the pads off. Yeah. I'm yeah. Still, it's 40 years later, I yeah, remember it. I yep. do, too. I do, too. And it's something you never get back again. And uh, unless you've experienced it, you, it's, you have a hard time understanding it. But that's what I – Ricky, I want to give us, just like you did, a, a shout-out to those seniors um, who stuck it out, a lot of them since they were – you know, little peewees or whatever that are playing their last and final game, uh, you know, coming up soon, either tomorrow night or, or Friday, Friday night, night or it. whenever that might be. Um, and just, you know, when you walk through that locker room for the last time and you buckle that helmet up for the last time, I hope you appreciate it uh, now because I know when you get older, yep. you're definitely going to appreciate it. Savor that moment. Savor it. Savor it. So that will wrap up this edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. And, again, as these games change, we will announce that on Twitter. So be sure and follow our Twitter accounts to see which games uh, are, are going to change from Friday night to Thursday night. Uh, again, and then we'll you'll be we'll be back next week, and we'll talk about the first round of the playoffs and all all that's transpired. So that's it for Leland Barclay for Rick Fires. I'm Chip Souza. Thanks for being with us, and we'll catch you next week, same bat time, same bat channel.
The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.